0: Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30-A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, cottages.com acottagescom right, Hi, this is Lauren Reimley, editor of 38.com, and we're here with Sarah Hockett, the executive director of the Sonder Project. Hi, Lauren. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for having me. So, um, for some people who don't know, the Sonder Project's been around for about a year. Tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing.
1: Um, the Sonder Project, like you said, started about a year ago. Um, our overall mission is to uh, end extreme poverty and hunger worldwide. We're doing this through sustainable solutions um, all over the globe. We've been super keen to Faso Africa. We're building schools and wells, deworming projects, all kinds of cool stuff. And you guys also, um, not just globally, but locally, you're doing a new project, Project Feed, is that right? That's correct. Uh, Project Feed um, works um, within the vacation rental industry. Um, Within this project, what we do is um, we reduce waste, go ahead and we provide a reusable grocery bag that can go into um, the, the vacation rental homes, and uh, the vacation rental companies can then go ahead and invite their guests to leave behind their unopened, non-perishable goods. Um, and at the end of this day, they bring them back to a designated location, and we go ahead and pick them up, distribute them to uh, food banks within their local area. Um, we've had a lot of success with this. We went to a couple conferences uh, this fall, and we had a ton of uh, different companies sign up. We were overwhelmed by the outrageous response that we got. Um, and we've just shipped everybody's bags out this week from that conference, so we're excited to see what we can do in 2016.
0: Wow. And that's all happened pretty fast. I understand that was a project that was launched like pretty recently. In August,
1: actually. Um, In August, we launched it with just a a test, uh, 100 properties with 360 Blue, one of our founding partners. Um, And uh, it it was so great. We were able to donate um, around 2,000 food items within the first three weeks with just 100 homes. And we knew we had to just sort of expand that. So um, we did go ahead and we took it to the conferences. um, And we've got it nationwide now, which is amazing. Wow, that's great. And um, so how long have you... Well, the, the Sonder Project's been around
0: about a year, and what, uh, what made you interested in working with the project?
1: Um, I mean, I've, I've always had the desire to give back and do more and be a part of something that's bigger than myself. Um, and especially when I found out we were going to be doing global projects and having uh, the biggest impact, that's something I definitely wanted to be a part of. And how long have you lived here? Um, I've lived here uh, in the Panhandle for about eight years. Uh, i moved. I moved here from Iowa. Oh, Iowa! So you uh, big change in climate
0: to move here? Very much so. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what do you what did what do you like? What drew you to living here?
1: Um, I actually have family in the area, but um, it's definitely a big plus to change uh, snow for sand. I, I don't miss snow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Especially this time of year, we have rain right now, but I'll, I'll no still take snow. the rain. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um that's great so i understand you guys have had some big uh successes in your global efforts in the last just couple weeks or week
1: tell yeah, us a little bit yeah about this that. has been a really big month for us um we started uh working in a village called big um back in july we built a well there and where is that um that's in burkina faso africa um, which is in west africa borders ghana and mali uh In this village, um, we started, we were just going to build a well, and then we found out they also had the need for a school. Um, We were supposed to go there in September um, to help build the school ourselves. Um, However, uh, two days before we were scheduled to leave, there was a uh, military coup that only lasted a few days, but it still prevented us from traveling at that time. Um, We did go ahead and tell them to continue construction with the school, uh, and we just found out um, about a week ago that the school has been completed. We had some great photos of smiling children in their classrooms. Um, you know, hard hard not to be extremely excited and extremely happy about that.
0: And so what was Sonder Project's role in in the school in, in getting that initiative going? And
1: um, We fund the school, and uh, like I said, we, uh, we were supposed to go and help build the school. Um, we feel that that's a really important part of what we do is uh, getting people out there to go see uh, the people that they're helping and see how, you know, people in third world countries are living and how very, very different it is from here where, you know, we take for granted things like water out of a tap. Right. And um, so the school was built and also a well as well? Uh, yes, um, in, a com- in a completely different village, uh, we started a well project um, probably right after Thanksgiving, um, and uh, it went up really fast. It was the same well company we worked with um, for the Begyamin project. Um, this one is uh, in the village of Nabodogogo, um which is also in Burkina Faso, um, on completely the other side. Uh, they already had an existing school structure there, um, but they were walking a pretty significant distance to get some, to, in order to get water, and it wasn't clean water. It wasn't good water definitely not something healthy for them to be drinking um so we went ahead and um worked with the company there uh they got everything in place and we just heard that uh over this past weekend here right before christmas what a great great thing to find out um that that well has been completed as well
0: that's great and so what what made you guys want to target this area of the world to um put put your efforts towards for this this particular project
1: i know you're doing many other projects as well (laughs) we've always got lots of projects going yes um with this, it's, um, it's kind of, again, we try to go where there's the most need. Um, that's always sort of our biggest thing, where you're going to get the most bang for your charity dollars, um, where that dollar's going to go the farthest, where it's going to um, provide the most for someone who has the least. Um, so we go ahead. We chose Burkina Faso initially when we started working with schools um, because of the need that's there. Um, education was a big deal there. And uh, through the contacts that we made there, we actually had uh, a couple of the folks that we met on trek here to the United States this past year as well. Um, and through some of those contacts, we found out uh, about some of the additional needs uh, and ways that we could help. So that's where the Wells came in.
0: And what uh, education seems like in an important way you could have an impact. Like what, what ways can that change the lives of the young kids? And you, you sent back some photos, and I got to see them the kids just smiling in all the pictures and they seem really
1: excited. How how can that impact their lives? Um, the really big deal is being able to break the cycle of poverty. Um, when you can't go and get an education, um, you know, you're doomed to repeat the same cycles. Um, you can never get above that next rung um, and sort of pull yourself out of the cycle. But once you've got an education, you've at least got a stepping stone. Um, you know, they do have a university in Ouagadougou, which is the capital of Uh, Burkina Faso but you don't have a chance unless you can go to the primary school Um, to be able to go back. um, I know that one of our translators who works with Build On, he's um, currently attending school and his goal is to be able to go back once he's got a full education and be able to teach more um, and do more for those children in need.
0: And one thing that I've been impressed with just in the little time that I've been keeping up with, what you guys have been doing is how quickly you're able to implement something like go from idea stage to action.
1: What's the secret for for you? Um, The secret for us, I think, is that um, in our office we have this huge wall of things that we've already accomplished, those smiling, happy faces, and you walk by there and you know that your responsibility is to those people. Um, the people that really, really need you, and with that in mind, you you do whatever it takes. That's great. And so, uh, what what's coming up next for you guys? Um, we have so much, so many things coming up next. Um, in January, uh, so just in just a few weeks, we'll be traveling uh, back to the village where we have the school and the well at um We'll be doing a few things there, meeting the folks that built our well. Um, we'll be doing, I think we're going to travel outside of Bedgamin as well, and we're into some other areas where we can help since everything's been completed there. Um, and we've got some additional treks coming up as well. Um, in both March and July, um, we'll be traveling to Burkina Faso to build a school um, and hopefully a well. We kind of have this idea of a whole Sonder Village uh, where we can go in and, again, create the greatest impact. Um, those treks will be open to members of the community. Um, I think we're going to do the first one by invite only, but after that, it'll be a little more open. Um, again, big deal is to get people aware. And uh, so I understand you
0: guys go on the high-impact philanthropy. That's, can you talk about that? Some people may not be very
1: familiar with what that is. And Of course. Um, high-impact philanthropy, again, you've probably heard me say it a few times while we've been talking. Um, it's just mostly where your dollar is going to go the furthest. Um Of course, there's always need everywhere, um, no matter where you are. Um, Here in our local community in 30A, we have people who are going to bed hungry. Um, But at the same time, we've got people on the other side of the globe that are going to bed and they're thirsty and they're hungry and they've got parasites and they can't go to school. Um, So in those areas, you can take uh, $10,000 and provide a well and it changes their whole life. Um, And again, like we talked about before, just sort of um, being able to break that cycle of poverty, which just so little, does so much.
0: And uh, so are you going to continue on with your position with the, the project?
1: Oh, the absolutely. Year? Absolutely. I can't wait to see what we're going to do in 2016, um, especially now that we've partnered with 30A, with YOLO. Um, I think it's going to be a huge year. I think we're going to do some really big things. What do you hope to that you might be talking about this time next year? Um, This time next year, I'm hoping to talk about the four or five complete Sondra Villages that we've completed. um, And all the support that we're getting um, from our collection partners with Project Feed. uh, Just lots and lots of stuff coming up. I'm very excited. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for having me. Hi, this is Sarah with the Sonder Project, and I'd like to let you know if you would like to help out with uh, any of the projects we've got coming up in 2016, including building schools, building wells, and providing resources to those in need, you can go ahead and donate to the Sonder Project by visiting thesonderproject.org.